Hey, 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 this episode is brought to you by Becoming You, the Virtual Women of Faith Empowerment Conference. This conference is hosted by Letitia Gray, also known as the host of the Boss Ladies Connect podcast. Redefine, reinvent, reignite, reclaim you. The dates are May 14th and 15th, and it is absolutely free for you to join some amazing ladies that are lined up. You don't want to miss this. The link will be in the show notes. If you are interested in becoming you. Hey girl, welcome to the She Believe He Could podcast. A declaration encouraging women to believe again. Hebrews 11.1 says, Faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. So join me, your host, as I open up about my faith to believe in marriage, motherhood, sisterhood, and so much more. Let's start the show. Oh my goodness. So I know this episode is going to be beefy, meaty, full, um, whatever you like to call it. I just pray right now that God just really allow me to discuss it in the way that it was fed to me. I know sometimes it can be a lot when we are trying to capture everything that God showed us in the word and I just pray that it delivers well. And so first, I just want to start off by saying that this episode is a capture of what I believe has been the past month of my life. And so when God gave me this episode and just things to talk about, I do believe that it has been stirring from a place of just not really knowing the direction and having perspective to know that I need to get before God and I need to be still in the presence of him and not moving until I hear from him. And so the title of this episode, which I've gone back and forth a few times and what I should pretty much call this because it's so much, but I do believe that I officially is standing on a title. So the title of this episode is called Time with God is Choice, Discipline, and Solitude. And I know that was a lot because Many times I am asked, you know, how do you spend time with God? What does that look like? And I used to be like, you know, you just got to get to a place of stillness, um, laying out in worship or if that's in prayer or if that's just reading your word. Spending time with God looks different for everybody. But what God was showing me for myself is that spending time with God really does hold the power of my choice. It gives me the practice to be disciplined and it gives me the peace to really stand alone and really go into a place of solitary and just be with God. And with that, we are choosing to make this decision. We are practicing how we discipline ourselves in the power of God. And we are allowing ourselves the peace that this world absolutely cannot give us. And I can't stress that enough. Because sometimes we think, oh, we're going to have these self-care moments, which I don't knock at all. You know, I do believe that self-care is great. Like you should go get your nails done, go to the spa, read a book, take a long hot bath, whatever that looks like for you, whatever that self-care routine looks like for you. What I'm saying is the peace of our minds, the peace of our souls that Sometimes it's stirred up even in the moment of self-care. You know, you could be at the nail shop getting your nails done and your mind is still wandering. You can be in a hot bath or reading that book and you're finding your thoughts drifting off. And so 
Therefore, it shows me personally that my spirit is not at rest, that I'm still having some pondering thoughts. And so this past month has been such a whirlwind at my job. And I don't want to go into too many details. um, But what I will say is that I thought it was such a stressful time for me. And it wasn't until I was listening to a sermon and he was saying that the pressure allows the stress, but the purpose produces the stretch in which God is needing you to do. And the last episode, I talked about how planning is pressure and purpose, how it sometimes we compare the two and sometimes they're up against one another out of planning. And so I thought that was so spot on and it gave me confirmation that I am what I thought was in a stretching season. I'm actually walking into my stretching season. And so I believe that everything comes in order. You know, God is a man of order. And so God gave me three things and I want to just break them down just a little bit. When I talk about the choice, the discipline and solitude and what that looks like when spending time with God. So the very first thing that I want to talk about is choice. So you guys know that uh, she believed he could. We absolutely stand on Hebrews 11. One. You know, faith is the things that are not seen. Right. And so finding direction and simply guidance when the winds and the waves are distractions. And God was showing me that the choices that we make are justified on what we see. And so to really have faith in the things that we do not see is the absolute um, direction and the guidance that we need from God. And so we will allow those winds and those waves to distract us when we're not seeing exactly what it is that God sees, right? And so I was just thinking, with the things that was going on with my job and it looks one way to me and on paper, it looks like something else. And so I was allowing the constant change and the, you know, these very sudden uproots within the workplace with people's position, people that I work with, how, you know, they were just leaving the job. And so I was getting worried. I was getting very doubtful and afraid to say the least of what is this looking like for me? And so God really sat me down during this time of solitude that I was looking to the winds and I was looking to the waves and I was getting very distracted. My faith was wavering in the idea of, you know, God, I don't know what this looks like at this job. You know, people are not really standing in the places of position within this job. And so it's causing me to pull a little bit more weight than I need to. And it's making me question my my future here. And so God, I know that you placed me in this job for um, purpose, for ministry. And now my eyes are open that I'm placed here for this stretch um, in this season. And so God was showing me that not only time with him will give me the choice to find that direction, but it would allow me to keep my eyes fixed upon him and not be so distracted by what I see in this world at that job. And so I'm grateful for the choice. You know, that's one of the greatest gifts. And I'll say this time and time again, that 
one of the greatest gifts that God could have ever given us besides the life of Jesus Christ is the power of choice, the power of choice to choose solitude, to choose to be disciplined in his in His presence, that, you know, the choice to really seek him for the peace that surpasses all understanding. And so I love that choice is aligned with our sight. And we have to stand on Hebrews 11.1 1, when we are choosing to decide to follow God and really allow him to order our steps, right? And so my second point is discipline. Now, I know for a lot of people, we struggle with discipline because it takes practice. Practice is aligned with our mind. And when you think about your mind, your mind is the most powerful vessel with within your body that pretty much controls and gives you the understanding of what is important and what is not important. So to really be disciplined in your time with God, it really gives us this perspective of really knowing what's truth and what's false. And so when you're thinking about when you're going to work every day, or if you are really standing in your purpose and you're, you're you know, you're standing in the gap in areas of your life, you want to have the spiritual discipline to understand exactly what is going on around you. And that starts with your mind. And so God was just showing to me that my mind was so weary with the negative things that wasn't even really important to me and what God was doing in my life. And so I really needed to practice the discipline of knowing that God, you call me the head and not the tail. You call me above and not beneath. And so I need to get that in my mind that you know the plans that you have for me. There are to prosper me and to give me faith in a future. So why in my mind am I worried about the things that I cannot see? for one. And I'm worried about the future of tomorrow when our word strictly tells us that, you know, worry about today for tomorrow will worry about itself. And so again, having the discipline and the practice to know that our minds is truly the battlefield. If you had not read that book by Joyce Myers, it's like that war between the world and your faith and knowing that the two will always be in a constant battle. But we have to take heart, as our word says, for Jesus has overcome this world. And I know it's easier said than done. But this is the practice that God is needing us to really reveal unto ourselves and, and to know that time with him comes with practice. And with this, we gain the discipline to know what's truth and what's false. And so my mind was just blown in that thought that, wow, God, you align the spiritual discipline with our minds and with our minds becomes practice because we are creatures of habit. You know, we can do things over and over and over until our mind is made up. It would not matter. So if your mind is made up going into something, if you say that you are going to lose weight and go to the gym and you're going to go on Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays. Well, until you put the practice in, your mind is not made up because your mind, I feel like made a thought that we're going to go to the gym. But until you're actually putting in the practice and allowing your body to tell your mind that this is what we're doing Monday, Wednesdays and Fridays, we're going to the gym and your body is going to really take heed to that because your mind is aligning with the practice of you going to that gym. 
And I hope that made sense. But all I'm saying is we have to be spiritually disciplined in order for us to gain the perspective of what God is needing us to do and what God is needing us to see. But it starts with our mind. So after we made the choice to really stand on faith and not walk by sight of what we see, we have to be disciplined in our minds to continue to walk that walk and continue to talk that talk. And so God was um, then showing me the places that I like to hide. I used to say that, you know, my hiding place, but God really was showing me that it's not really a place of um me hiding because I think to hide is to uh, not to want to be seen. And so with that mentality, again, coming from a place of discipline, I no longer say that I'm going to my hiding place because it's not a place where I don't want to be seen. However, it is a place where I'm absolutely wanting to hear from God. And that's a place of solitude. And so when the noise of the world becomes too loud, we have to decree and declare through some difficult decisions, through some difficult things in our life to really shut down. So that's getting off of social media, um, really getting to a place of cutting out the group messages on your phone, cutting out the TV, cutting out the Netflix, the radio, whatever that looks like for you, the podcast, the sermons on YouTube, really shutting down and getting to a place where you can hear from God. And Jesus did this multiple times in the Bible. I was I was so intrigued and so encouraged at the word, how when I was doing my research on solitude, how not only is it a choice to choose solitude, but it's complete silence in order to hear from God. So it's like Jesus needed the solitude. So what makes us think that we wouldn't, you know, in the choice of solitude, we are really distancing ourselves from the distraction. So we are acknowledging the interior of our hearts and we're needing God to speak. You know, we're waiting to hear from the Lord. And in that, in that waiting, you are finding your rest. You are finding your refreshment. You're refueling on some areas where you were getting low. I know for me personally, um, when you have made the decision to pour out into others, you know, when you're stepping out and fulfilling your purpose and, you know, the way that God sees it, you are needing that time to rest. You are needing that time to refresh and you can't constantly pour out from a cup that is that is getting low. You know, obviously we know you can't pour from a cup that is empty. You can try, but when you know you are needing to shut down and get before your father and really go to him for his word and his direction and really seek him above all else, that means completely shutting down, period. You know, not being distracted again with our minds and not really being swayed by our choices. We're really getting before God and we are choosing to seek him above all else. And so here in my notes, I wrote down to find direction is really seeking the clarity in the midst of internal and external conflicts. And so, like I said, getting to this place of just not knowing what was going on at my job and really seeking God in the direction. It's like I was seeking God for direction, but I wasn't allowing myself to be still in the moment. I wasn't allowing myself to 
um, get to a place of isolation. I was seeking God for the direction, but I was constantly in motion. You know, I was constantly listening to the podcast. I was listening to sermons. I was being swayed by the winds and the waves. And I was getting frustrated because I wasn't hearing from God. I wasn't really understanding what direction I was supposed to go. And it was because I wasn't in a place of stillness. And I wasn't allowing things around me to be silent. And the noise became louder than the word of God. And I don't know if you ever felt that you haven't heard from God. You can't hear from God. Really question your atmosphere. Really look around you. Look to the left and look to the right and see what's going on in your environment that's busy, that's loud, that's, you know, keeping your mind wandering in thoughts or question. Find ways to silence your environment and your atmosphere and really get into a place of stillness, shutting down the outside world so that you can hear from God. Because it says here in Luke 5, 16, that Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. And I love that it said lonely places because sometimes we believe that we're already in that lonely place and we're constantly praying and we're finding ourselves alone emotionally. But ask yourself, are you alone spiritually? Because sometimes, you know, we don't understand that you have to withdraw and go to the lonely place and pray. Sometimes we're in the midst of it all and we are praying, we're pulling down heaven and we're not seeing or hearing from God. And so it makes us shut down emotionally. And we, you know, we just think we're all alone when God is seeing withdraw from the the constant conflict in your life, withdraw from the children, withdraw from the things that's going on at your job, get to a place of loneliness, meaning physically, emotionally, spiritually, and pray, pray out to me. And so another thing that I want to encourage you when gaining that perspective, right? Perspective is also preparing us for things to come. Jesus went off to solitary places. You know, he prayed, he was um, following the word of God, and he was really going through an intensity of season of his ministry. And within the three years that Jesus was doing his ministry, you know, he constantly went away to pray to the father. He constantly found time before people to break away and, you know, just continue to ask God to prepare him because you have to remember that he was human. And so there are some things that he warred with, you know, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. And so he kept checking in with God. That's what I like to call it. He kept checking in with God for the preparation for what was next and what was coming. And so to gain that perspective as well, that time with God is to prepare, to really get you ready for what's to come, what's, what's, you know, coming before you. And so there in Mark 1 35, you can read very early in the morning while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. And I noticed um, many times that every time Jesus broke away to find that place of solitary, 
it was always or after he performed miracle signs and wonders, you know, whether he was asked to lay hands, whether he was speaking into one's life or whether he was teaching and one believed and gained hope. But it was always in the midst of what was going on. So I can only imagine that if Jesus needed the time, my sister, that we absolutely need the time to break away, to really seek God on some things and hear from him. You know, we want to set the intention that not only are we praying and praying and praying, but we are asking God for ears to to be able to listen to God's spirit. We want to be able to hear the things that he's doing in our life and in our world around us. And so even if that comes with us waiting to hear from God, know that the waiting is not going in vain, that You're waiting for God to speak in seasons truly is the intention of your heart that God, I won't move until I hear from you. God, I won't um, proceed with this business idea. God, I won't start the podcast or start the ministry until I hear from you, Father. And so the intention is already set right there before you. It's absolutely your choice and your choice comes with discipline and it comes with the power to choose. And so to recap our points, time spent with God is to hear from God, to gain perspective and to find direction. And with that, we are really finding the choice in our direction and simply the guidance when the winds and the waves are becoming distractions. We are practicing the discipline that gains the perspective. So with that, we're getting spiritually disciplined to understand what is important and what isn't. And lastly, we are finding those places of solitude to really hear from God. When the noise of the world becomes too loud, we have to decree and declare that time away and really isolate ourselves with the intention to listen. Because we're just not going to pray and pray and pray and not um, be in expectation to hear from God. No, we're going to pray and then we're going to wait for God to really um, answer and um, really reveal his self in the things that we're praying for. And so I want you to be encouraged that Jesus needed the solitude. You know, he made the choice. He was disciplined spiritually. And so remember that our choice is aligning with the power. The discipline gives us the practice and solitude absolutely gives us the peace that this world cannot give us. And so I want you to really chew on that a little bit that, you know, solitude is a choice. And with that choice gives us the power to really seek God above all else. And with that, I want you to be encouraged. I want you to really seek God above all else and really allow the power, the practice and the peace of that time with God to reveal some areas in your life. So until next time, girlfriend, holla. Holla.